threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. How much money you got, Cameron? Not enough. <laughs> Not enough. Welcome to the podcast, and uh, still got a little cold. Throat. I do. I got a little bit of something going on. <laughs> Just getting rid of this Corona. <laughs> Sit over there. Uh, I'm podcasting. I'm across. like ninety percent sure it's not Corona. It's just <laughs> yeah. a sinus thing. But anyways, I'm here for you guys. For all of you at home, I made it in. Today. Good job. Yeah. You sound thick, but that's yeah. okay. Sound thick, but I'm still here. So, Cameron, uh, what are we talking about on today's podcast? Um. I think it's an interesting subject, but sure. I don't know. I don't know about you listeners <laughs> yeah. pointing at the camera. Um, talking about like the uber rich. Yeah, yeah. The rich preppers. Mega rich preppers. Like the ones that have a lot of money. Not just like some money. Not like they, got cash. they can buy a nice Hummer. Yeah. The ones that can buy a whole that freaking. That can buy the Hummer factory. Hectacres over in yes. New Zealand and all yeah. that. And talking about. Pretty interesting stuff because there's oh. companies that help. Yeah. Like develop this stuff and it's nuts. Anyways, if you have money, this is the episode for you. If you yeah. don't, it's still interesting. You're looking to make some big purchases. We might give you some ideas. Yeah, tax refund coming in. Exactly. You could buy a whole <laughs> yeah. section of New Zealand. Uh huh. Cam, did you know that most subscription boxes are full of samples and junk you'll never use? Mm. But not Battle Box. Mm. It's the monthly subscription box for all the peoples, full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts. And casual preppers, each month BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you normally pay. You never know what's in the next box. Mm-mm. But here's a sampling of what users will receive this month. The boxes are going out right now. Adventure Medical Kits Tri-Oral Rehydration Salts. Ooh, How cool is that? Yeah, we've talked about them. Mm-hmm. Not, Not these ones. exact ones, but we've <laughs> talked about them. Or the Revolt Knives Raptor Survival Neck Knife. Whoa. It's pretty self-explanatory, but it's a knife you wear around your neck. Just slit necks. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it's for. Freaking cool. Yeah, all this badassness starts at just 30 bucks a month. You don't have to be uber rich to get Battle Box. No, you don't. They've shipped over a million boxes, and they won Best Men's Subscription <laughs> Box. <laughs> I already got it. <laughs> that was so immediate. Um, our listeners get a free tactical knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. I thought I'd hide it, but I was like, screw it. <laughs> Let's let it go. At least it's not like when my dad sneezes. People already are like using hand sanitizer. <laughs> oh, my ears are growl. <laughs> I got to wipe off Pretty my sure ears. I got sick from that. Uh, get your first battle box plus a free knife at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Go freaking do it. Get it. Listener reviews starts now. Yep. Came for preps, stayed for humor. Mm-hmm. Exclamation, exclamation. Yep. Five stars. Stumbled upon your podcast. I was looking for prepping info. Subscribed instantly. Bam. As I quickly was drawn to how you made a serious topic fun and humorous. That's right. Keep killing it. All right. P.S. Huh? Y'all know how much calibers I got? <laughs> Ask me, but I won't answer because I'm in the bath with my gun. <laughs> cool. Yeah. CL smooth. Smooth E. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to get the E at the end. It's like easy. Anyways, thank you. If you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, go to the Kindle book on Amazon. Leave us a five-star review. Make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. So I'll just go with what everybody's hearing. Okay, about, right? go ahead. Now, real sure. quick. Yeah. Texas Grid. Oh. Minutes from failing. I think it basically did, didn't oh, it? It's, I, it's a mess down well, there. It was minutes from failing. Sure. Winter storm, lengthy cold snap have crippled. Oh, snap. Lengthy cold snap have crippled power facilities in Texas, caused about 2.3 million outages Ooh. as of Wednesday evening, leaving residents in the cold and dark for several hours. Not good. This is big city stuff. You know, this is it's Texas. <laughs> yeah. You know, exactly. Like the, this is a heartland. That's right. But, you know, to have. This like massive unexpected emergency, yeah. like pretty devastating. Another one of those like wake up reminders is like, oh my oh, gosh, wow! Like 
this could happen at any second in, in an area that doesn't have this kind of thing happen. Yeah, that's it's also a reminder that you got to go through your you know your threat assessments. Like, what are the most likely things to happen? But you also have to prep for things that maybe you wouldn't really think unexpected. would happen. Yeah, they're not worried too much about ice storms and blizzards down there until they are, <laughs> right? So yeah, but it's like you know a lot of the standard prepping for you know a volcano yeah <laughs> you're gonna have yeah a lot of the same stuff that's gonna make your life a lot easier i if can't you, if you plan for the second pandemic or yeah stocked up during the pandemic hmm? you probably wouldn't be bothered as much by this exactly but people are dumb and they don't listen and now there's a whole they're they're having a lot of water issues down there there's like nobody's getting water uh and there's boil orders and yeah, all this kind of stuff happening and it they're in a mess yeah dude <laughs> like a huge yeah. mess i feel bad for them because they're a Republican state. That's right. Um, <clears throat> mine, this one happened uh, last week, I believe. The headline read, reads, Hackers tampered with a water treatment facility in Florida by changing chemical levels. I saw that. How crazy is I this, dude? I didn't read a lot into it, though, but I was like, oh, my gosh. They got lucky. So hackers successfully infiltrated the computer system controlling a water treatment facility in the city of Oldsmar, Florida, according to a report from the Tampa Bay Times. In doing so, the hackers were able to remotely control a computer to change the chemical levels of the water supply, increasing the amount of sodium hydroxide before a supervisor was able to catch the act in real time and revert the changes. Or did they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you never know with people oh, in Florida. <laughs> Let's uh, tell them we caught it and it didn't actually happen. All their containers are empty. <laughs> we just uh, ran out. No Life biggie. tastes funny, but it's normal. Yeah, just, just no biggie. No biggie. Uh, so, anyways. It goes a year's worth of poisonous fluoride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that should have taken two years to kill some babies. Now they're all going <laughs> to die in like a day. <laughs> you know? But that, I'm like, for one, I was like, what are all the chemicals? I don't work at a chemical yeah. facility. so Neither do I. I'm like, what are they dumping in the water? I, yeah, I don't it's know. It's like multiple chemicals that are like connected to a computer system. <laughs> I know. It's like you got to hit the button. Two ounces. <laughs> Enter. <laughs> Like, uh, it's like the, when you go to, it's a little creepy when you know? go to Wendy's and you're getting your drink and out of that machine with the <laughs> all the buttons, you know what I mean? Same thing. Coke, orange flavoring, <laughs> yeah. pineapple drop, it's like all these different. Vanilla mist. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So. It goes all the freaking vanilla flavor. Yeah. So your water comes out tasting like Hawaiian punch in Florida now or something. They'd love it. I know. Woo-hoo! I'm moving to that county. <laughs> Old Mar, place to be. It's like blue Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's Powerade, okay? Oh, yeah, Powerade. Powerade. Uh, anyways, crazy things are happening in the world, and that's one of them. They weren't using Surfshark. They weren't. If They should have. Stupid water facility. <laughs> exactly. If anybody's going to be using it, it should be somebody like them. You would think so. Oh, man. Anyways, so let's get into it, Cam. Let's talk about those, those folks that got lots of dough. I mean, yeah. they got so much yeah. money, they don't know what to do with it. Yeah, so they you, go to McDonald's for every meal if they want. They can't. They got so much helicopter frame. pad on top. That's right. Just fly right off. Yep. But yeah, you know, I've seen these articles about it, and yeah. I even in the magazines, like some of the American Survival, they've had these little brief articles on like these mega rich people. Yeah. Building these like imma- like immaculate like these massive bunkers that are like insane, like, lined out to a T, like yeah. everything you'd want. And I was like, man, that would be sweet. And it moves on from bunkers, too. It's not just bunkers. No, it's, it's like, like silos. The, it's and... the, lots of crazy things that they're yeah. doing. So where, you know, why did they start getting into it? Why why have the the uber rich Is it because of our podcast? To get in? It is. I'm pretty sure they've been listening. It all stems back Mad to, Mad 9, to 2013. 2016 Somebody June. <laughs> somebody happened to listen to Mad Mad World. Yeah. Freaked him out. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably one of the most common... One of the easiest to find reasons why a lot of them got into it goes back to uh, a uh, basically a written article. Was it an article or a book? It's actually a book. So, and the obsession could be traced back to a single source, um, sort of kind of stemmed or kind of fueled this rich guy panic. Yeah. 
a 99 book called The Surveying Individual. Sovereign. 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 Surveying. Surveying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how to Survive and Thrive During the Collapse of the Welfare State. It was yes. written by James Dale Davidson. You haven't read this one, have you? I have not read this. I'm kind of interested in it now. Me too. A private investment advisor and Lord Rees Moog. <laughs> Lord Rees Moog. A British newspaper editor. So Peter Thiel, PayPal, Facebook, billionaire. He's the one that kind of yeah. um, read this, got all like freaked out and into prepping and shared it with all of his super rich buddies. Uh, so it's just funny because like the very super rich, they have a different way of thinking. For sure. Like it's not the same way we would think. We would be like, well, we got to be able to survive in an apocalypse. He's like, well, how the hell do I make more money during yeah. the apocalypse? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> they have to think that way. It's what they've been thinking. Though. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so this book essentially um, at its core details civilization collapse and it would give rise to the surviving cognitive elite mm-hmm. who would then rebuild a new world after idling, standby, and mm-hmm. hiding as the existing way of life crumbled to pieces, which you can totally see that happening. For sure, yeah. And so um, and this book also pinpointed New Zealand as a prime spot to hole up when the, when the dust settled and all the fallout. This would be an ideal location, like a utopia. Yeah. Um, so anyways, he kind of shared it with his buddies and then th- there's a lot of reason that that book was why a lot of the like mega rich started yeah. getting into prepping. Also super obsessed with Lord of the Rings. Peter he Thiel. Is. Yeah. So if you look at Peter Thiel and you see a bunch of is his companies. Uh, yeah. Peter Thiel. A bunch of his companies are named after names in Lord of the Rings. So he's got an. Is he's, it, oh, really? Yeah, he's got a company named Palantir, and apparently oh, wow. that's from Lord of the Rings. He's I don't. Super I don't know Lord of the Rings that that well. I don't either. So, but I just know that like most of his. I don't think PayPal's from Palantir or from <laughs> Lord of the Rings. But you know what I mean. It <laughs> is Lord PayPal, Mordor, <laughs> Warmwood PayPal. <laughs> yeah, Warmwood. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. So, anyways, that's probably the biggest. Mm-hmm. Like. That's where it all kind of stemmed from. But for sure. also, a lot of climate change, and rich people are totally into the climate change. They love it. They love it. They you hate know. it. Yes. And I'm not going into that, but the recent wildfires, the floods, all the changes across mm-hmm. the globe have made them kind of like paranoid. And they have so much money. They got all, What are they going like to do with it? They don't have anything to do with it. No. Yeah. They can't buy enough stuff. And so they're just like, well... If I can buy, and who wouldn't want to buy a huge piece of New Zealand? <laughs> Jeez, I know that place looks amazing. Yeah. So um, that's that's one of the reasons, too, is just, I mean, we're all kind of feeling that prepper fear. Yeah. Like, or being prepared and that disaster fear. So it's, like, pretty natural right now with all the chaos that yeah. they just want to be super prepared. So Alina Villalobos mm. at WHO Climate Change and Health Program. Said programmy, programmy said the divide was not just between the developed and developing countries, but between rich and poor in the same country. It's not about polar bears; it's really about people suffering. She said, right. while the poor lack the resources to flee or protect themselves, the rich are starting to take action, mostly to protect themselves. You know, well for sure, yeah. There's only so much you can do to like help reverse what the yeah. rest of the world's doing to destroy the planet. You know, so <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's not fully 100% selfishness. It's like, I w- it's something that they can do. Yes. And, you know, you, you can't control everything. A lot of a lot of times you look at, why don't they use their money for the poor and the help? And yep. they do a lot of that stuff too. Sure. But I know I would want to protect myself. 100%. I would be doing the same thing yeah. if I had that. I mean, probably to even so, yeah, more. So yeah, it kind of pisses you off only out of jealousy. Yeah, for I'm like, sure. And I wish I had all this too. And Yeah. But, you know, they. it's not that they're not or completely abandoning society. I'm sure there's some dickheads that are. For but, sure. Yeah. But anyway. Whatever. They can do whatever they want. And then the civil unrest and the recent elections obviously puts a scare into yes. the United States and the stability of the United States. I, You know, you were talking about New Zealand. I don't maybe you are going to talk about this later, but I, I did read that there was a lot of these elite, you know, these uber-rich people right around 2016 that started buying up land in New Zealand. Like, right as Trump yeah. kind of came into office. People I think were, New Zealand kind of took a little, like, <clears throat> they started putting in a law where they did, like, yeah. you can't take, you can't take our land. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't just come in here and start buying It would kind of piss me off if I was a native to New Zealand and seeing sure, yeah. all these super-rich come buy up lands that you can't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, um, some other, I read, some like, another... 
like several other articles about some of the reasons, and this goes into a little more of the selfishness and like the like aristocracy. Uh, aristocracy of they are wise and wealthy, and therefore they should be the rulers when the dust settles. You know. Well, that's exactly what I was saying. Like the rich, they just think differently. It's not just about keeping themselves alive. It's right. like, well, we're going to be the rulers when the right. And it gets stopped. you a long ways. Well, yeah, for sure. And they probably <laughs> exactly they probably could be because they have the resource now to put that kind of into place, right? You know, so there is kind of that if you look into you know what that means. And then another thing that I thought was interesting is talking about maybe a fear of <laughs> democracy. So yeah. the calamity that the wealthy fear is democracy returning to the United States. You know, every tall tale they tell, or every tall tale they tell, involves the specter of the mob. The, the tech preppers understand at a deep level that their ill-gotten gains are predicated on an unjust system. Mm. And that, that you know, that this was just an article I read, but it's kind of interesting to think that, that we have this, like, divide, you know. It's yeah. like the uber-rich. It's like the 1%. They're just, like... It's even, so, like, the 1% of the 1%. So ridiculously rich that it kind of, you know, it's kind of frustrating, and, it, and sure. it's an unstable... An un, in some ways, an unjust system. So you worry about things that they could worry about things like a, a revolt against, you yep. know, Silicon Valley and the AI takeover and pissing people off. Especially of if something happens, some sort of an apocalyptic situation that puts the people that don't have money even in a worse situation. And then, then you look at history. You look at these guys and like these guys have bunkers and like they're going to be like, hell no, we're yeah. revolting against them. So that they're yeah. worried about. Oh, we got to get out of here somehow. Exactly. Got, so that's what, what that's exactly what I was meaning on that. And so it's kind of like, you know, you look yeah. at like past history, Russian Revolution, yes. French Revolution. It's like F these riches and these, the mm. monarchy and well, not necessarily only the monarchy, but yes, the French wanted the monarchy. But anyway, so yeah, it's just kind of an interesting take on it is that they could be threatened more than other people for sure having these facilities in these locations. And so they're like, well, piss, I'm going to. Get as far away. I gotta from be careful. Civilization, and I don't blame them one bit. No, absolutely not. So anyway, so there are interesting things that kind of threw them into this interest of prepping. yeah. So there is some information online about some of these people who who are who have a lot of money and kind of what they're doing. Some of it's really basic. So we'll kind of go through some of these people. Some of them you may know who they are. Some of them you may not. But it's interesting to kind of see like their line of thinking on how they're they're preparing and stuff like that. So one article talked to Reed Hoffman. He's a co-founder of LinkedIn. Says he thinks about 50% of all Silicon Valley billionaires have spent some money on apocalyptic insurance of some kind. So half of them have started buying up stuff like this. It's crazy. Uh, one of them is Steve. Well, like I always say, I think preppers are smart. Yeah. And a smart person becoming a prepper, pretty smart. <laughs> exactly. Even that, yeah, even that was They're not smart. that dumb. <clears throat> no. So you've heard of Reddit, right? Oh yeah, Cameron. Uh, Steve Huffman. He's a CEO, or maybe he was. I don't know if he still is, but I think he still is. He is a big prepper, and um, so he actually went out and got laser eye surgery because he was worried about having to find contacts and it's glasses. Smart. It makes sense. Like to me, if I was that rich, I would have oh, laser piss. eye surgery anyways. But <laughs> yeah. like, why would you be dealing with glasses if you could go get laser eye surgery? That's true. You know what I mean? Why would you have waited? But I guess it make it's a great thing to think about because in the apocalypse, good luck going getting your eyeglass prescription refilled. It's yeah. not going to happen. So he's like, I got to get laser eye surgery. Standard optics. <clears throat> no, probably not. Gonna not be. gonna work. He also stocked up on guns and ammo. He bought a bunch of extra food. Um, where it all stemmed from, which I think is so awesome, is he watched Deep Impact <laughs> back in the 90s. I freaking love that movie. It was a great movie. That one, Armageddon, same year. Yeah, same year. Man, that was a great great year for apocalyptic was, cinema, for was. sure. So apparently, the do you remember the scene, like, after everybody kind of found out, or I can't remember what it was, but you know when they're all stuck on the freeway? And he gets on the motorcycle. And he gets on the motorcycle. Like, exactly. That's I remember that. He started I remember freaking thinking, out. I'm like, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's yeah. where he started like, oh, crap, what am I going to do? And so he went and bought a bunch of motorcycles, specifically because of that scene in the movie. And that was actually filmed like near his high school or something. Oh, really? Yeah. And so. I know that hill. I don't know where that hill. I'm going to go straight. I could get stuck. Um, so he went and but got a bunch of motorcycles. these guys are all like in the heart of freaking California, the yes. worst state in the planet. Yeah, it's not a good place to be <laughs> for sure. But like trying to get out of that place, yeah, yeah it's not going to be can't easy. Get in or out ever. Yeah, so he's thought about these things. I just, I just think, thought that was really cool. Another 
Um, That's funny. Deep impact of all the movies. I know. I know. It's really funny. Uh, An anonymous head of another investment firm has a helicopter gassed up 24-7 waiting for him. And he also has an underground bunker with air filtration system. I don't know who this is. They didn't give any um, information. Smart. Super smart. Anonymous. And then Tim Chang. He's a Mayfield Fund Managing Director. We all know about this guy. I've never heard his name in my life. (laughs) But anyways, he has like basically in California, he has a local group. A bunch of these rich preppers that get together every month and start talking about their prepping. That's pretty sweet. I want to at least be included one time. Oh my gosh, it'd be so cool. I couldn't afford any of it. So they talk about cryptocurrencies, like stocking up, like which ones to get and how that's going to help them. They talk about getting like second passports and vacation homes in other countries in case they need to escape from this country to another one. And he actually has bug out bags for him and his entire family. That's pretty impressive. Dude's like a straight up prepper, right? Well, well, Well done, though. Timmy Chang. Um, and then Marvin Lau, he's the former Yahoo executive. They probably don't even have executives over there anymore at no. Yahoo. Four people use that site a, a year. Um, but he has stocked up on food and water and is very concerned about keeping it safe. But this is so funny. He doesn't like guns, right? Mm. So he taught him, he's learned archery. <laughs> and he has a bunch of other weaponry uh, to, to uh, keep it all safe. I'm so like, stupid. Like, you're such an idiot. If you have a weapon oh that you're planning possibly could have to be used against somebody, just get a gun. I mean, gr- it's great to know how to shoot a bow and, and have all these other things, but you're dumb if you think what you're, you're going to have a bow and yeah. uh, you're yeah, going to defend yourself. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with having that as well, <clears throat> Yeah, but... <laughs> What what Good better line. defense weapon is there yeah. than a freaking gun? He brings gun. out his, like, you know, compound bow. Like, all right, buddy. They got a bunch of M16s. What are you going to do, you dum-dum? Anyways. Triple arrow. Yeah. <laughs> Split. Yeah. Um, Antonio Garcias Martinez, an ex-Facebook product manager, he lives in San Francisco, bought five acres on an island in the Pacific Northwest. His island features generators, solar panels, and weaponry. My yeah. guess is those are real weapons. No, no. <laughs> And then our old friend Peter Thiel, we talked about him. He was a co-founder of PayPal. Um, hangs out with his oh, buddy Elon man, Musk. PayPal dudes. Yeah, they made some dough, right? And he's got like 50 other companies that are all named Mordor and I don't know whatever else. Uh, orcs. <laughs> Middle Earth. Middle Earth. I don't know. I don't know Lord of the Rings at all. Either. It's been a long time. He owns two New Zealand properties, and he actually became a citizen in like, 2011. like super quick, too. Yeah. Well, you got that much money, you can do yeah. whatever you want. When it can I be a citizen? It. No. How's two million sound? You're a citizen. It's more than that. He had to spend like several, like a no, lot. No, I mean to like get to be the citizen, just yeah. the citizen. They actually have a system in New Zealand now where you have to invest like up to like nine million in. Um, oh, really? They do in a bunch of stuff over a certain That's period how of time. You can become a quick yeah. citizen. Hmm. Interesting. So, anyways. According to the New Zealand Herald, Teal bought a Queenstown mansion in 2011. He turned one of the home's walk-in closets into a panic room. And in 2015, he bought an estate on Lake Awanaka, valued at around $10 million. So Too much money. He's one of the big ones. He's kind of the whole... He is. He's the mid, like the whole sort of the guy in the middle of all this, Peter Teal is. He's a really interesting dude when it comes down to it. Uh, I've listened to him on a couple of podcasts. Super interesting. He's very libertarian, kind of like take care of yourself and all those types of things. But um, our friend James Cameron. I didn't know this. I didn't either. Um, he, he directed, obviously, Titanic, Avatar, what, Aliens. He, he directed a bunch of, maybe it wasn't Aliens. Which one was it? It was one of those. No, it was Aliens. It was Aliens, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, bought 2,500 acres of land in New Zealand, reportedly moving there and intending right? to live. Pretty sure the, he did. It, it was the second Alien. Was it the second wasn't that the first one was uh yeah anyway yeah you're right i don't remember but anyways i mean he's done lots of movies um james cameron um julian robertson a millionaire hotelier cool uh he owns not one but three luxury estates in new zealand the land includes a remote mountain resort with multiple helicopter landing sites and working sheep and cow farms good job he knows what he's doing <clears throat> this one I just thought was interesting. Kim Kardashian. Don't tell me that. Yeah, Kim Kardashian. She took a photo recently with a Judy survival kit. These are these kind of like high-end survival kits. Um, so she's a prepper. Good. So I don't know. It's one we want to survive. We definitely need leader. her. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, William Gates. We know him better as Bill Gates. Uh, <laughs> is rumored to have bunkers under all of his personal estates. All of them. I guarantee he does. If he doesn't, it's crazy. He could... 
have some yeah. pretty sweet stuff, you know. He totally like could. Like if you go to type in and it just gives you a blue screen. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, piss. Yep. So anyways, those are just a few of the super rich people that we know that are prepping. Um, but, man, it's crazy some of the stuff they do. And we're going to talk about, like, where are they going and who are what are some of the things they're buying and who are some of the companies that are actually helping them, right? Yeah. So we've, we've kind of started to mention some of the locations. Yeah. And I'm just going to briefly touch on these because a lot of the companies that are helping, like, mm-hmm. do this have, I mean, they're in these locations. So Kobe will go into more detail. But yep. obviously New Zealand is probably the top of the list of where just the uber rich are going because it really it's already a a utopia it has it's kind of one of those super well-rounded areas you know i personally think if 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 i had a location i'd probably go to somewhere like south america it has everything like you spit a seed out and it grows a whole tree the next (laughs) day but it's a mess down there, and you'd be dealing yeah. with a lot of mess. And that's probably why New Zealand's better in, in terms of, like, there's well, less population. Well, I think population. it's the isolation. It I, is. I it's, think an it's island. an island. It's the location. It does make more sense. Yeah. It's, just, in, it's a long ways to get there for, for us. And that's what I was like. You've got to have a really good system. I don't even think there's still got to be. You've got to have um, points of refuel. I think they said that there's actually... Um, Unless you put overnight a jet, a jet flight. would do it. Yeah, an overnight flight from California can get you there. But, yeah. So, interesting. And there's there's actually a company that specializes in this. We'll, to, we'll talk about that, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so New Zealand, obviously, it's it's location, the, the terrain, the animals, the people. Yep. It's just a great place. And sure. Lord of the Rings filmed there. Why would you not want to go to the Shire? Exactly. Um, South Dakota. And Kobe will go more into why this little poo hole... <laughs> no, South Dakota. South Dakota isn't that bad. If you're from South Dakota, okay, it's fine. Yeah, um, South Dakota's not bad at all. I've been there. North Dakota's rough. Yeah, it's a pretty rough place. Um, California, because why not? All the yeah. filthy, rich, spoiled. Yeah, like I don't know if they, they're there for. They probably don't live prepping, there. but they're there because that's where their industry right. is a lot, and so but that's you, right. <clears throat> and you know, it's like we always talk about bugging in. They've got to have some pretty yeah. fancy stuff. We'll in, talk about in some an of area that that they're in, and California being a huge area for these, yep. you know, uber rich tech people. So it's a good place. Texas, obviously, a lot of land, a lot of um, different companies. Never there. snows. Power's always on, <laughs> right? And um, a lot of off the grid stuff. Even old George Bush, yeah, it's got an off the grid, you know, or a self sustaining place like. Yeah, that's, uh, that's his place, man. That's where he grew up. And then Rothenstein, Germany. Rothenstein. Europa One, a yeah. big, huge uh, bunker built into the mountainside, basically. I was going to talk about that, but there's just there's so many of these They're all bunkers. very similar. They're all very similar, yeah. So anyways, um, but I mean, all over the U.S., there's missile silo locations. There's one for sale in Arizona recently. Yeah. <laughs> There's, and there's just, they've had those missile silos just all over the place. I mean, yeah. Washington has them, and these are perfect locations, and there's tons of, you know, unused army bunkers that are, that oh, are yeah. being put into use. A lot of people are getting those old, those... Um, onion sheds. <laughs> onion sheds. Those old government facilities that were built during the Cold War right. and stuff, and they're re- retrofitting them. We're, we're going to talk about some yeah. of that stuff. So, that's just kind of... But, yeah, some of those top ones are, are where we hear most of these yeah. uber-rich. But it's kind of just happening everywhere, and these locations are being bought up to yeah. be turned into Absolutely. pretty sick bunkers. Oh, but, you know, COVID-19 not only has been a pain for all of us in every way possible, but we rely heavily on tech, you know, our phones and computers. So cybercrime itself has been, like... Uh, there's been a massive spike. I hate cyber criminals. Yep. And I mean, look at Florida. Look at them. Got its water almost messed up with all kinds of chemicals. Yeah. But you know, you, yourself, you can protect yourself. You, hmm? you. Surfshark. Surfshark VPN. Yeah. Private network can protect you and all your devices from online threats. You can go Gray Man online, shield your information from websites and other buttholes that are trying to hack into you. <laughs> No longer worry about malware, phishing, obnoxious, and often unsafe ads or emails. And you can get notified even yeah. when your email is compromised or your password, which is super sweet. So not only does Surfshark protect you, but it, you can use it for entertainment. You can mm-hmm. situate yourself 
from a server in the UK and watch their select Netflix library. It's pretty cool. It is. Pretty freaking cool. And guess what? If you use our code, Casual Preppers, 83% off, 24 months, plus three extra months, you get 27 freaking months for the price of 24 months. And 83% off. That's huge. That's a lot of of Basically free. It's $2.21 a month to protect you and every one of your devices online. It's stupid to not do it. Yeah, you're dumb if you don't have it. And you can do it for 30 days for free. And if you don't like it, you can just stop it. Just try it out, guys. But it works on all your devices. You don't have a limited amount. You go to surfshock.deals slash casualpreppers. Try it for 30 days. 60 bucks. Less than 60 bucks for 27 months. There's no better freaking vpn out there nope the link is in the show description guys just go click it yeah it's easy as that <clears throat> done all right surf shark all right cam let's talk about some of these cool places and some of these cool companies that are helping some of these super duper richers richers okay richie richards super duper richards yeah <laughs> dicks um Let's talk about the Survival Condo Project. This one is super cool. This yeah. one has me. Super, I think this I'm one's interested. the coolest of all the ones I've looked at. If I just, just had because of how the money. they set up the like, <laughs> I know it's really. cool. It looks really nice. So this is basically a 15-story luxury apartment complex built in an underground Atlas missile silo in Kansas. <laughs> I mean, just that right there. I mean, sign me up. Not in Kansas anymore. No, we're under Kansas now. <laughs> <clears throat> the facility housed a nuclear warhead from 1961 to 1965. I mean... It's a wet dream <laughs> for is. every prepper. It totally is. <laughs> it was decommissioned. It has 12 private apartments now. Full floor units were advertised at $3 million. So is it all functional floor. now? Is it yes, done? Or it's are they still done. building? No, it's done. Wow, this one is finito. Um, you should look at the pictures online. Oh, like, it's so cool. It looks so cool. Like, I like how they've made the pictures all, like, LED to look like you're looking outside. It's insane. It's pretty cool. So, yeah, so you can get a full floor in this missile silo for three mil. Just three mil. That's easy. No biggie. But if you can get a half floor for half the price, 1.5 mil. <laughs> right? The math adds up. Um, so that's not bad. But, I mean, you got to have a lot of money to make this, like, your your uh, SHTF, your bug out location. Yeah. Right? Um, all units are sold except for one, and that one is the builder actually built it for him. So that's that's the way to do it. He's smart. <clears throat> yeah. The silo is protected by two armored doors and is epoxy-hardened concrete walls are nine feet thick <laughs> and can withstand a direct nuclear hit. <laughs> a direct nuclear hit, as well as severe flooding, tornado winds, and a trap of zombies. They say a tribe, a tribe. Yeah, I mean, you get more to tribe than me. That's a northern tribe, as a direct nuclear hit. That's holy insane. balls! <laughs> like that is insane. Um, the interior can support a total of twenty-five people. Or no, seventy-five people. Sorry, I'm not. I don't you read. Think well. it would, do you think it would? You think the the SAR bomb would still penetrate? I don't know. I don't know. I, I wonder d- how they've like figured out. And you know, they're pretty smart. I mean, who would really? waste you know we're gonna yeah, let's <laughs> hit the, the in the middle of yeah let's just get those guys um but i mean even like who's gonna put a nuclear bomb right on top of this thing yeah, you know what i mean exactly i don't know it has enough food and fuel for five years off the grid by raising tilapia in fish tanks hydroponic vegetables under grow lamps so with, cool with renewable like power a video game i know oh like... dude yeah i would play this in a heartbeat <laughs> it could function basically indefinitely wow you know um Gosh dang, it's so cool. So rock climbing walls, and they have snooker tables. I don't know what a snooker, What's a snooker table is. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm not even you, sure what, what is it is. That? I just wrote it down. Uh, hey, Google, what's a snooker table? That's Only the rich like snooker tables. How good are you at snooker? <laughs> Would you like to wager on a snooker game? Come down to floor six for <laughs> snooker tonight. Snooker and cocktails at 7 p.m. <laughs> just a big old announcement. <laughs> I wish I could turn these announcements off. <laughs> snooker table tonight at 5 Three million dollars, and I got to listen to these snooker announcements. <laughs> Get along. Um, it also has a large swimming pool and a library stocked with thousands now of books. Now that's cool. Oh, yeah, man. Books are useless, though. <laughs> but you, you should already them know them all. If you need to. Plus a movie theater and a dog park. They got a dog park of in course. there. And a general store. 
So they actually made the it. General to, store is going to run out. <laughs> I know. No, but they made it. The way that they made it is basically you go shopping for your food every week. Oh, okay. So it kind of it kind of keeps you like, well, it's Monday. I got to go shopping. I got to hit the grocery store. You know what I mean? It kind of keeps your. They they actually got. <clears throat> we'll talk about this in a minute. But they got. I wonder a how trustworthy the architect <laughs> is of that whole. I don't thing. know what He's I worry like, about. Time to go shopping. Lock the doors. Lock the doors. <laughs> now we got floor three, everybody. Yeah. No, but what I wonder about is like, well, we'll talk about this in a minute. Never mind. Um, so in a right here in a crisis, his SWAT team style trucks, the Pitbull VX armored up to fifty caliber, will pick up any owner within four hundred miles. <laughs> so if you're within four hundred miles, they're just gonna come pick you up with this freaking armored vehicle with a fifty cal on the top of it. Um, residents with private gets pl- probably one and a half miles. Yeah, you got to stop to fuel up six times <laughs> before you get back. Residents with private planes can land in Salina about 30 miles away. Oh, wow. Cool. That's not bad. Um, so they studied basically, they actually got a psychologist and they studied oh, that's cool. how to avoid depression because you're down underground for five years, you're going to get depressed. Yeah, right. For sure. I mean, you're going to get depressed if you're above ground. <laughs> <laughs> most people everybody's depressed yeah, right now so, uh, what do we do i don't know kill everybody they're all going to get depressed nothing you can do but they actually they said add more lights in there so they got a ton of lights and they said prevent clicks because that's the thing that's going to happen is oh of course you're going to get it's like a little, prison yeah exactly you're going to have the mexicans on this side and you're going to have the <laughs> the asians over there and it's then, all segregated <laughs> the dirty Bad white idea the dirty white trash on this side and they're all going to be fighting each other yeah. you could do a really great like um <laughs> <laughs> you always go back to like newsies or or what, what is it? What's that story? You always say newsies. <laughs> say newsies. Why do I say newsies every time? Know. What are you talking about? It looks like yeah, West Side, West Side story. story. That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> the white people are gonna get general stories are today. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't they dance it in looks, newsies? Oh, I yeah, can't they remember. Dance. They dance like there's no tomorrow on newsies. <laughs> there might not be tomorrow in this place <laughs> for real. Uh, <laughs> Get your paper here. <laughs> a snooker game. Read all about it. Snooker championships tonight. We own the snooker tables. <laughs> Get out. This is our snooker table. <laughs> Get on out of here. Snooker gang. You've just been snookered. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, to prevent clicks, they said you got to rotate the chores. I pay $1.5 million. I'm not doing any chores, sir. I'm playing snooker 24 <laughs> 7. Um, uh, what the hell is snooker? You got to look you it think up for they me. Have a, oh, I want a brochure for this place. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Wednesdays. You got to look up snooker for me while I read. I got to figure out what that is. So something. they said you got to rotate the chores. Um, the condo walls are fitted with LED windows in quotation marks that basically they show a live video of the prairie above the silo so snooker is a game played with cue cues on a billiard table in which the players use the cue ball to pocket the other balls in order is it that's pool yeah <laughs> that's pool whatever so billiards pool and snooker are all the same oh, thing. Sn- okay that makes sense i don't know snooker tables are larger than pool tables but the pockets are smaller than a pool table. <laughs> yeah, that's, what the freak? There's a larger table, but smaller pockets. Good luck. Snooker is played with 15 pink numberless balls. Pink? Yeah, six okay. numbered. It's just a rich version of <laughs> it's a rich. It's pool that the rich had to change the rules to. I ain't playing dirty pool. <laughs> I'm playing snooker. I, I don't like blue or yellow. Make them all pink. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that disgusting <laughs> poker table or that billiard table. That's disgusting. Get me a snooker table. Get me a snooker table or That's I will leave. So it's basically pool, just yeah. in a fancier. Fancy pool. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, so they got it's like LED- the anniversary edition of pool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, they have LED windows that show a live video of the prairie outside That's the silo. That's cool. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. But how would you know it's really a live feed? You know what I mean? That's like true. they could just have like a recording that they play over and over. Look, everything looks it's horrible up there, guys. You got to stay in here. It looks just same. It's like nuclear winds. That grass hasn't grown for three years. <laughs> oh, it's crazy out there. I don't know. Just stay down in your snooker table. <laughs> they're just enjoying like yeah. they're out pl- shooting shotguns and stuff <laughs> while you're down there thinking there's a nuclear yeah. war above. These idiots. 
$1.5 million. I got all these people taking the trash out on Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the owners can also opt for pine forests or other vistas that they can look yes. at. Yeah, I'm going with the pine forest. Mm-hmm. I don't want a Kansas prairie. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want a live feed of the snooker table. Yeah, <laughs> I just want 24-7 snooker. <laughs> snooker, ESPN 19. Just give me um, a rerun of Scrubs and... <laughs> scrubs and the snooker championships. <laughs> um, they also have guards outside and a sniper post, oh, cool. which is kind of cool. One but that's what post? You just that's one. easy to take that out. Yeah, but that's what I wonder. It's like, how loyal... How much do you pay them guards That's what I'm saying. Stay? There's like that, and I, I'm like, I don't know. You'd have to really know everything about the guy that built the thing. Yeah, because, I don't know, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. How are you going to keep guards outside? When they're staying safe down in there. No kidding. They're all getting radiated out there, but, you know, still watching over. But I got to watch over this place. (laughs) Got to work overtime. My family's all dying of radiation. (laughs) They're all blistered up and, like, skin's charred. God, stand post. Freaking paycheck's going to be badass, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Nowhere to go. Taking it down to the snooker hall later on. That's true. They don't have anywhere to go. (laughs) They don't have anywhere to stay. Yeah. Piss. I don't get it. Um, Each condo offers biometric keyless access. Ooh, cool. Hello. Five years worth of food. A 50-inch L. 50-inch? That's what I wanted. And it's not even OLED? (laughs) This might have been written a while ago because I looked at that and went, that's it? (laughs) Full color TV. (laughs) RCA? What the hell? What are you talking about? Uh, It's like one of those big, like, wooden ones that used to sit on the floor. Yeah. The the vacuum tube ones. Whatever. And high-end kitchen with stainless steel. Your money only goes so far. (laughs) Yeah. You want to pay a little more, you can get a (laughs) welly All right. So that's that's a survival condo project, dude. That one. That one is really cool. I'm looking at it. I'm thinking about it. It's (laughs) on my wish list. All right. So this Uh, is another one that actually is somewhat affordable for... A normal person. This is Vivos X. Yeah, Point. this one's pretty cool. <clears throat> so this is a former U.S. Army base consisting of 575 private, military-built concrete and steel all-risk bunkers. Okay, it's located near the Black Hills of South Dakota, just south of the city of Edgemont. Oh, Edgemont. Mm. So yeah. at the edge of Edgemont. Yeah, right on the edge of Edgemont. Uh, it's strategically and centrally located in one of the safest areas of North America. So they say. At a high and dry altitude of 3,800 feet, well inland from all large bodies of water, and 100 miles from the nearest known military nuclear target. So it's really, it's a great place to be, they say. Yes, yeah. Um, it, former Army Army Munitions Depot with 575 hardened concrete military bunkers um, it can accommodate more than 5,000 survivalists. At this place, the security team can spot anyone approaching the property from three miles away, and it only has one road in and one road out. <clears throat> um, 100 miles of private roads providing access to each of the bunkers, strategically aligned in countless rows and sections for as far as the eye can see. Each bunker provides enough floor area with attic potential to comfortably accommodate 10 to 24 people. Their needs supplies for a year or more. Um, of autonomous shelterization without needing to emerge outside. The comprehensive elliptical-shaped concrete bunker includes a massive front bulkhead wall with a solid concrete and steel blast door entrance. 2,200 square feet um, of floor space. Each bunker is buried and protected under thick berms of soil, reportedly designed and built by the Army to withstand significant blast waves while being strategically separated from the next bunker by 400 feet. So, I mean... <clears throat> this one is less for like the ultra rich because you're actually kind of in a big community with a lot of people. Every 400 feet or so, there's another bunker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I won't go into this too much, but let's see. On site amenities range from a grocery store and a medical clinic to a shooting range and a hot tub spa, um, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. We got a hot tub. So want to buy false, a bunker? This is false advertising. I was just looking up. Do you remember? So uh, Switzerland has that huge, that massive, yeah, underground bunker for like all of their. Yeah, it's three hundred thousand shelters in, you know. Yeah. Uh, so liars. This isn't the biggest survival oh, shelter I community. See what you mean. Well, I think that one's 
not private though. No, it's government. It's a public one, so that's probably why they're saying that. Oh, so private, yeah. <clears throat> but still, I was like, I know, yeah, mm. yeah. Anyway, so they also have twenty four seven security with military trained guards and camera systems. Um, th- this company actually has another facility in Indiana, and they're uh, developing the one that's in Europe, the one that you talked about. Oh, it is. Huh? I think that's I think it them. Is that same, yeah, Vivos or whatever. So, but these ones are actually kind of affordable at thirty five thousand per bunker. Oh, that ain't bad. I know and it's really and not that bad. Furnished and everything. No. Yeah, I see. You can get a furnished one. Um, so it's thirty five thousand for the bunker, and then it's a thousand dollars a year for rent. Basically, and then you wow, can spend bucks a year. Yeah, you can spend more f- to get it fully furnished, or you can actually get a shared bunker for fifteen k. Uh, no thanks. Yeah, as I was saying, like that would be horrible. I think I already feel like looking at it like the like bird's eye view. I'm like, yeah, I still not really love that. No, I don't love it, but it would be a bunker. So it just a, yeah, and you got but you got to get there. You'd have to live close to make that worth. Yeah, I don't know. So, anyways, that's Vivos X Point. That's a big one. Um, so there's this place in Malibu, um, so we talked about California, right? There's a 24 acre gated development called the case. It's going to have five mansions and include 24 seven security for its residents. <clears throat> there's a manned guard house and a gate with 24 seven security. Apparently that's hard to do. They don't like gated communities near Malibu for some reason. Why? But they, I don't know. Um, the compound is also equipped to fend off another kind of disaster. Each mansion has its own water cannon to fight fires. It, but that <laughs> makes sense in California. All that, yeah, right. They're always there's so many fires all the time. They that, all have water cannons like under. Yeah, it's being burned every all the second time. of the day. Yeah. So they all each of them have their own private water cannon. That's cool. And they have a private firefighting force that's on call all the time beyond the public firefighters, which is kind of cool. How do they have enough water for that and? To feed directly to the Pacific Ocean, they got a pipe. <laughs> it's all salt water. As long as it, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, the first case mansion sold for forty million last spring, and the second is on the market for one hundred million. million. Holy cow! Uh, five homes that range from about ten thousand square feet to twelve thousand five hundred square feet. So that's that's just kind of um, an idea of just like a some few of, under yeah my house. <laughs> that's just an idea. Like some of these rich people are trying; they're starting to move into places like this that. Are fortified. Are fortified, yeah. There's so many. There's a bunch. I read a bunch of articles on these huge mansions that were, like, freaking insane. Like, We think if we had money in our yeah. situation and mindset, oh, of gosh. course. Of course I would be. We would have the most insane prepper, like, house that's ever been built. I know. Right? <clears throat> now, Rising S Bunkers is another company. They specialize in high-end shelters. They have a presidential model that includes a gym, a workshop, a rec room, a greenhouse, and a car depot. And a Trump flag. And a tr- 10 Trump flags for <laughs> 500000 So Wow. That's, and, that's affordable. Yeah, no, and they said that their, um, their unit um, requests increased by 700% in 2016. So are these the ones that are pre-built? And they can put them wherever they want. Uh, yes. Yeah. They're well. Yeah, they're think... basically packages. That oh no, they that's come. the next one. Yeah, the next one. I think. No, that's a development. No, huh? this is a development. Yeah. I think this is the one that they build them. Yeah. And you can have them like buried or installed put wherever. Where. Which so is there's also cool. like the Atlas. Yeah. Um, Atlas the shelters one. that do that as well, but they're more like lower scale stuff. Um, another place that. But actually yeah, doesn't exist but almost existed was called Trident Lakes and it was in Ector, Texas. 700 acres. Almost they did never <clears throat> No. So the amenities were going to include a hotel, an athletic center, a golf course and polo fields. There we um, go. It, it was supposed to have 600 condominiums ranging from price from 500,000 to 1.5 million each with a waterfront view. Um 90% of each unit would be underground. Armed security personnel were going to be guarding the wall surrounding the community, and there was going to be helipads for people coming and going. But it never got past a, a statue being erected at the gate of where the complex was going to be, <laughs> because they actually did put the statue up, um, because the guy who was building it was arrested for laundering money for a Colombian drug cartel. <laughs> <laughs> so that oh, the Trident Lakes never actually came to fruition. But again, these are what the ultra rich are looking for. The fact that they were going to do it. Shows that there was a market for it, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Did you want to talk about Plan B supply? I don't want to talk it's about it too much. Brief. Real- I mean, like we've we've mentioned them before. So this company specializes in taking like 
uh, old, like older, but, but yes. modern military vehicles, and they just like trick them out. Oh my gosh! And they're in Utah, which is pretty cool. We uh, we saw them at PrepperCon. Yes, and I mean they have some amazing vehicles. They'll they'll take like a Hummer and they'll oh just gosh, transform dude. it into a livable like machine and they have like trailers they have all the high tech because if you you can buy a basic hummer sure for like thirty thousand dollars but it's just like driving a tractor yeah it's not great they're horrible it's like a big tin box yeah but they take them and they make them more modern and put like a bigger comfort in them and then they add in all the attachments they've got their 2021 riot humvee so basically it's it's a completely um armored Completely armored. It starts at ninety thousand dollars. Oh, really? It's freaking bonkers. They even have ones that they say start at twenty eight. Yes, they have really cheap ones. But I was just going for like the ultra rich type thing. They have those. Their twenty twenty one Riot Humvee starts at eighty nine wow. seven, and then you can go People in and are trick it out. That for free. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, I know exactly. For like a non. Yeah. Yeah, two hundred seventy eight thousand for the Ricochet. Whoo boy! That sucker. Yeah, that thing looks sweet though. Yeah, they've got so much cool stuff. But yeah, there. anyways, these are like high end mm-hmm. um, bug out vehicles that are completely built, yep, customized for whatever you want. But you got to be rich basically to get some of those. You really suckers, do because they are so they yeah, you're, exist. You're you're buying a house, yeah, for the cost of this. Yeah, vehicle. exactly. So you anyways, Plan B Supply, they got some really cool stuff. Um, the other so. Oh, you can go into that other one you were going to Sure, talk. okay. The, the the thing I wanted to talk about is there's some, like, really high-end emergency kits that a lot of these uh, people are buying. Um, the one that I saw, have you heard of Preppy before? P- I haven't. P-R-E-P-P-I. No. So you can go check them out at prppi.co. <clears throat> Apparently they couldn't afford the M. Um on calm. Um, anyways, they have what they what they call the Prepster Ultra Advanced Fireproof Emergency Bag. So, this is a bag that you can have monogram inside? Huh? You can crawl inside. No, you can't crawl inside. It's basically, it's a it's like a an emergency kit for the ultra rich. Guess how much the kit is? 5 grand. Holy cow, really? And it's a bag you can hold in your hand. Jeez. Okay? So, it's cut from preppy custom fire and water retardant aluminum canvas and natural bridal leather. Inside, you will find essential supplies to sustain nutrition, hydration, power, and communication for two people with ample lux comforts. Mm. The Prep- Prepster Ultra Advanced contains four-count 95% filtering respirator masks. In addition, you will find food and water with a five-year shelf life. You also find um, malin and goats... Tech gear, comprehensive first aid, a Garmin satellite messenger, night vision scope, BioLite solar panel, emergency charging kit with high capacity power bank, Daytrex food and water supply, Grail water purification press, we've used that before, Preppy solar and hand turbine emergency radio and phone charger, Leatherman black carbon steel multi-tool, a lantern and tactical flashlight, four count air uh, respirator masks. This Bio- all comes in there? Yeah. Wow. BioLite LED headlamp. Poker game kit, hydroformed black and white matte flask, preppy canvas and leather dop kit, mm. um, pre- premium chocolate, rain pouches, ponchos for two, space sleeping bags for two, field notes, um, waterproof survival matches, candles, gloves, paracord, and a first aid kit. Wow. $5,000 wow. for that thing. <laughs> but you have your initials monogrammed on it, so that's insane. I know. So, anyways, that's definitely one of those ultra rich things that like yeah. throw in their Land Rover, you know what I mean, or whatever <laughs> yeah. Range Rover. Which is the expensive ones? I can't remember. They're all expensive. <clears throat> yeah, anyways. I think it's the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, so one thing in these articles too is talking about the this company called Global Rescue. They said just in this last year with all the fires and you know the chaos with the election uh-huh. they had like a 50% increase in subscriptions to their service so global rescue what they do is um they help from the point of your emergency regardless where you are field rescue means that they will send help if you are unable to get to the hospital or in danger they they're like a specialized crew of ex military special ops Whoa. nurses paramedics doctors and they will like just fly directly, pick you up, take you to whatever hospital they feel is best. 
So um, it's like prepper Uber. Kinda. It is. They have like super. Um, they they actually have some pretty affordable things if you're to travel. Yeah. So they're not travel insurance. They basically will get you out of situations and take you to safety. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's fairly affordable. But the rich, you know, they bought like these massive plans to cover themselves, basically relying on global rescue to to basically get them to their bug out location. That that makes sense. Yeah. So it's actually pretty uh, fascinating stuff if you look them up on globalrescue.com. You can see membership types, and you can even set up a uh, a system if you're going to travel out of the country, which isn't a bad idea. No heck no. Um, so anyways, that's one thing that I thought was pretty cool that the Uber rich are getting a lot of is these like specified companies to like rescue them and, and do all the, the part of traveling and transport. Like their bug out plan basically is to call them. Um, another thing that's really picked up too is private medical, which makes a lot of sense nowadays because medicine's a freaking joke. Yeah. United States, it's just a nightmare. So, um... Basically, you can subscribe to like a, they have one that's called Concierge MD. Mm. And they uh, are like your private physician or facility, and they will get you into the hospital without dealing with all the like ER and all that. Really? They can, they, they have connections to these um, hospitals to where you can basically bypass the system and get the need, the, the help that you need. And you can just have them come to you. So, a copay, it's like $40,000. Holy jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Which is almost the same as a regular hospital. Yeah, it's, it's close. Pretty close to the same. But, um, yeah, so they have these really specific plans. There's there's several of them that have a team of doctors that can either just be your private physician and mm. come to you, or they have those connections to get you in um, to surgery, or they can get you into the hospital without having to go through the ER and all that stuff. So it's pretty fancy. Obviously wow. you have to be super rich. But annual fees they range from forty to eighty thousand per family. That's bonkers. Which dude. um ten times, you know, more than the conventional is it? That practice. seems about like how much I pay for yeah. health insurance. So uh, um a successful internist in New York or San Francisco might earn two hundred to three hundred thousand per year, but the pr- private medical pays five hundred to seven thousand annually wow. for a practitioner to be a private or you know they only yeah. I think per per practitioner they get like fifty families which would be a cakewalk. <laughs> oh yeah, fifty. Yeah. And plus, rich people tend to be a lot healthier. <laughs> yeah. You know. So, anyways, um, not only are they setting up these locations and these plans to 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 be taken to these locations, but they have like their own private medical group. <laughs> Man. So, anyways, pays to have money, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um. So, just after all this that we've talked about, it makes you wonder, are they are they better off than we are? Yes. You know? <laughs> right. Um, but there's one thing I, I wanted to read. This was actually from my Patriot Supply, and I thought it was pretty interesting. Your Patriot Supply? My Patriot <laughs> Supply. Basically, um, it talk, there's an article about all these super-duper Uber preppers. The investments these rich folks uh, have been making require dependence on skilled operators. They need people to build and outfit their luxury condo and bunkers. They need teams to help them bug out and to secure locations. They will rely on someone for supplies, health care, everything you need to survive if a crisis hits. And yes, most of the time it's going to, I mean, probably going to work out. Hopefully their money gets them that far. Yeah. But things can go wrong and part of that system could break down. So... Without self-reliance, preparedness, and skills that we, you know, we always talk about and talk about developing, then really, there, it's not like just give up because yeah. you can't afford these luxury uh, bunkers and stuff like that. And more or less, those skills that you learn and learn how to take care of yourself, if it's a small bunker in the mountains by yourself, you're really not that much worse off if you've planned everything out. Yeah. So, you're better off to know it yourself is yeah. kind of what they're saying, right? Yep. So it's like, don't take, don't, a lot of these probably aren't taking the time to learn all these. I, some of them probably are. They have yeah. the time to do it and they read a bunch and, and probably do. But for the most part, us, the best that we can do is like have our plan in place, develop these skills. Cause you can't, 
always rely on someone else to do well, it. Well, that's the thing. You. When the shit hits the fan, who's to say that Global Rescue is even going to still be around to I know. help you? I know. Or, or like we that talked system, about. system, yeah. yeah. EMP knocks out all that stuff. Like, yeah, you never know. If you can't get to New Zealand, you're going to swim? That's the thing that I would worry about you the know? most is like, I have this amazing setup, but there's a lot of things, you know. Yeah, every a lot of things have to go right for me to get. If you there. lose the ability to have international airspace, yeah, <laughs> and they just shoot you out of the sky, exactly. No matter what. what, like yeah. if we're in a big war, it's not going to make a difference. No. You're going to get shot out of the sky. So, anyways, um, I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. It's like, yes, you can't afford all this fancy stuff. I would love to have this fancy stuff, and they're going to be set forever if they can get to these locations. And yeah, probably will. But um, for the most part. What we can do is learn how to do these things on your own. Mm-hmm. Have your plan. Have your food storage. You're still going to get a lot further than yeah. most. <laughs> so. For sure. There is no doubt. So anyway, either I just thought way, it was really interesting stuff. Either way, this is all super interesting to me. Just like seeing what these rich people are doing, you know, um, the ways the ways that they're um, preparing for whatever kind of disaster yeah. they're preparing I'd for. I'd love to so sit in the group that they're talking about. Like, Oh, I'd go nuts to do the that, Cryptocurrency dude. discussions. <laughs> yeah. And, like, what preps that they've, because you know that they have access to like testing and trying out oh, yeah. fancy For gear. Sure. It's like, man, that'd be pretty Yeah, cool. super interesting stuff. Um, Cam, did you know that today's podcast is brought to you by TacPack? Oh, yeah. It is the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful, professional-grade stuff inside. Use code CASUALPREPPERS and get a free separate bag sent of EDC gear along with your first month's TacPack. Head to TacPack.com. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS. I was just thinking about this the other day. TacPack has been with us for like three years. Can you believe that? It's there been a are, long, maybe longer than that. I yeah, don't know. It's been are, a long time. They're our plan A. We're yeah, for sure. Go straight to their company. And... For sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, check out TacPack, guys. Keep going. Um, We have a quick review we'd like to do, Um, and that is the Going Gear EDC Club. This is the Snooker Box. Didn't you no, do just kidding. Uh, TikTok video on it? <clears throat> yeah, there's a TikTok I pushed out on this uh, not too long ago. We have the Victorinox Swiss Army Climber. Classic Swiss Army knife. That's $34 value. Like total classic Swiss Army. It's as classic as oh, they no, come. It's a different anyway, one. It's right here. It's in it. This is a picture. And then you have the Welltool um, M6 Pen Light, a $20 value. That was the one you just had. The pen light is pretty cool. Yeah, it's a cool little pen light. Um, they always have something different. That's what I like about they going here. Stuff that you something. don't think of yeah. ever. That's cool. Look at that. Yeah, a little dilated. And then we got the Exotac Tool Roll, $25 value. This is a cool little delicious like, tool roll. Mm. It's like a Swiss roll, <laughs> really close. Uh, but it, we've we've had one of these before that you can you could put like basic EDC gear in there and keep it nice and nice and tight. That looks pretty good. Yeah. Then you got the left field bandana. Oh. Ten dollar value, but pretty much you can use left it for field? many things. Different. Yeah. There you go. The bandanas you can use them for a thousand things. So. Oh, you look good. Name all thousand. Mm, okay. I'll do it later. Um, grabber, mega warmer, 18-hour. Uh, 18 hour? 18 hours. Oh, that lasts you oh, three weeks. <laughs> yeah. I bet them Texans wish they had that right now. <laughs> Don't they? And then they sent an coffee. coffee. Bite. Yeah, they sent that. So anyways, check out the Going Gear EDC. Yeah, their website has, Club. like, you just buy individual yeah. pieces of gear for a super stuff. good price. Yep. It's time for the quick and dirty medical tip. So, um, it's really hard to discuss like splinting and how it's done. Is it? And what way to splint? What materials to use? Okay. So, the first thing that I would recommend doing <clears throat> toilet paper is, that what is, that is type in like. <laughs> so this you can download this little PDF um, picture of splinting, and I'm telling you, I use it pretty often. So you just go to 3M and you just type in 3M splinting guide. Splinting guide. And you can find all the different ways to splint and how to cast and all that stuff. Oh, so beautiful. It's there super it is. useful because the different types of splints can be confusing. People are like, I hey, get a sugar tongue on there. What? <laughs> what? And um, so, but some of the materials that I would get for splinting purposes, and we've we've shown before like the malleable aluminum types. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that one main brand? It's Sam Splint. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yep. just a malleable aluminum. It's padded. It makes splinting just way easier, and you can throw it in your bug-out bag and backpack. Um, the other stuff that I'd have in, like, my home kit 
is first I'd have um, some really thick gauze or uh, cotton gauze for padding Mm -hmm. because the last thing you want to do is splint up and then have to bug out or, you know, you will wear a sore faster than you can think. Yeah. And so you want to pad the crap out of it and then you put your splinting. As for the splinting material, you've got your Sam splint stuff that's kind of malleable. It's not super, like, strong. So if you have a broken arm, you may want something Something a little stronger. You can buy um, orthoglass. And so orthoglass is what we use frequently for splinting. It It's basically, it's already cast, it's casting material that's already wrapped in uh, gauze. Ah. So when you pull it out of the package, it's all like loose and um, you can form fit it to whatever splint and you get it wet and then it hardens and you already have your padding. Hmm. And then you just wrap it. And the other things that I would definitely have for splinting is, so you have the cotton gauze. I would have ace bandage. I'd have coban. And I'd have either that Sam malleable aluminum splinting material. Or if you can, buy a box of like three-inch uh, ortho glass. Mm-hmm. Just because it's you can apply it to like everything. That's what the... Uh, and, and then I would have a guide... But the 3M guide is is for orthoglass, but it shows you all the different types of splints for whatever injury. So, anyways, nice. that's a quick thing on splinting. I like it. Get that material now. Get it done. Thanks, uh, guys. Appreciate you guys listening. Um, can't say it enough. We appreciate all the downloads. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Keeps our life exciting. It does. Otherwise, it sucks. Boy, like, oh, I gotta go home, deal with family. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, we um, love the family. We do, but. yep. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to all the places that we are. And stay survived.